Amen. Amen. So um, we, uh, Reverend, uh, uh, are there any instructions about the, the call? Do we, anything? Okay. Um, I've muted, muted everyone. Um, there's uh, basically this, you know, the same instructions that. Uh, that we normally follow, um, but oh, okay. I see what you, uh, I guess I see what you're saying. Um, you talking about far as uh, giving? Uh, no, no. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that you know <clears throat> everything. Everything's good before we get started on on this. Okay, all right. So we good uh, as far as the muting and stuff is concerned. We good, right? Does that mean that I'm muted too? No, uh-uh. We're, we're the only two that's not muted. Okay, all right, okay, okay. All right, well, let me go ahead and get started. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, all right, I want you all to turn to uh, the book of James, the first chapter, and uh, we're going to look at uh, the 17th verse. It says... Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of light, which whom is no verbant, neither shadow of turning. Now, uh, I've talked about this before, and uh, being led and directed by the Holy Ghost is, is, is I have to go over this again. And shadow of turning. In the ES, in the English Standard Version, it, the, that standard of turning is actually is called shifting shadows, right? And let me give you the definition of shifting shadows again. Shifting shadows of supernatural power charts the storm. It charts the storm brewing between the powers of God and the shims of the enemy and encourage the believers to step out of the shadows of darkness and into the light. Uh, it also moves God's uh, children to step into God's presence. So shifting shadows, again, is moving out of something and moving out of an area of darkness and moving into the area of light. Now, one of the things you must understand as a believer is that um, the life that God has given you, the life of God, the life that God has given you. It has uh, the ability to create. It has the ability to to reproduce. <clears throat> it has the ability uh, to uh, 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 transform things. And what I mean by transform things, that's changing you from one stage to another. 
that the, the device that God has given you. It has these abilities. Now, I wrote a note uh, in the past. It says, you must work on finding your worth. If you don't own the life God gives you, you, you it will start deteriorating or you will sabotage it in some way. You must own it by uh, his by believing in his mercy, grace. We are placed here because we have to show God manifestation within our life. In other words, we are here to reveal and to show God, all right? Any other purpose or any other reason outside of that, um, what we are doing, we are actually sabotaging the things that God has designed us to do. Now, again, in doing that, we have, we will, okay, we will have certain gifts, certain talents, certain abilities. We will have certain things that uh, we will be able to do. We will be creative. Now, I'm saying this is because uh, the enemy has set things up for us to fall short of this. All right? Now, he has instilled fear. He has, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but power of love and a sound mind. He has uh, uh, tried to uh, uh, tempt us in certain ways. Um, he has uh, instilled greed, jealousy, envy, bitterness. All of this is, is in place to take you away from manifesting God's goodness. So whenever you step out of one of the enemy's shims, we are shifting. And that's what I was talking about as far as the shifting shadow. We are moving from uh, darkness to uh, the, the area of marvelous light, or uh, let me say this, light of productivity and production within your life. Now, everybody has uh, uh, brought up this coronavirus, this, this, this thing. A lot of people have gone in a panic mood. You can tell by the stores and you can tell by, by what's going, you know, by, uh, by the response of people. You can look around and see now, you know, people, you know, wearing masks and they're going through all this. They're going through, I mean, it's a lot of stuff that, that is going on with this coronavirus. Well, this coronavirus and the way the media has set this coronavirus thing up is designed to put you in fear. Now, let me say this to you, and, and you know, and I'm not, you know, being... Uh, um, I'm not being mindful or careful or whatever the case may be, but but let me bring this to you. If something was to happen to you today or tomorrow, or if you was to, to leave this earth somehow, it says to be 
uh, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So if the coronavirus have or will attack you, that it will bring uh, you to sudden demise, which, you know, uh, I pray that that won't, you know, that won't happen. But, you know, if, if something like that was to happen, and I'm not saying that it is, I'm saying something like that was to happen, you will already, you will, you will be going or you will automatically be going into the hands of Jesus. So any way you look at it, there will be a shifting that you will be going through uh, in, in the process. So this is what I'm saying to you. With this coronavirus out and with this thing going out, people that are not saved and people that that doesn't have uh, 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 that doesn't know God or who who really don't know God. In other words, they are they are operating in fear, doubt, and unbelief. Now, let me turn to something here. In First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter. <clears throat> now I want y'all to listen to what I'm about to read. <clears throat> first Thessalonians, the fifth chapter. I'm going to start the first verse. It says, "But the times and the season, brethren, ye have no need. I write unto you, for yourself knows perfectly that the day of the Lord." So cometh as a thief of the night. <clears throat> For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction come upon them as a travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. It says, but ye brethren are not in darkness, that 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 day shall overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of, of, the, of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Do you see that? You are not of the day or of darkness. In other words, with this coronavirus going on and everybody is, 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 is going through a panic mode, right, uh, this is time actually for us to rejoice. Because these are signs indicating that Jesus is soon to return and that he will be coming back soon for his children. Now, he also lets you know, too, that, see, your position has shifted. You're no longer operating in any darkness. Hallelujah. You're operating as children of light. You're operating under a different jurisdiction that's going on in your life. Now, I have taught uh, in the past, it, it wasn't that far, I guess a couple of weeks ago, is having the right heart. You know, I've taught about having the right heart. Now, um, in Jeremiah 17.9, it talks about the heart being deceitful, how we can be deceived. And see, that's how the enemy keeps us in captivity, you know, by our heart, by, 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 by tempting us, by allowing certain things to take place. Now, God says, 
that uh, uh, let's look at let's 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 look at First uh, Thessalonians again. Let's look at the fifteenth chapter. I'm I'm I, I, I'm I'm trying to take it somewhere, and I just need you to be patient with me. And it says fifteen. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever following that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice every more. That means you. Always give God praise. Pray without ceasing. And everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And then it said, excuse me, quench not the spirit. Despise not of prophesying. Prove all things wholesale to which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. So now, uh, this is where, 22, this is where we get caught up because we get caught up in this media, constantly pumping out this coronavirus, constantly dwelling on this, where that where we should be. Man, the word right here is strained from all appearance of evil. This coronavirus, you know, is evil. You know this thing isn't of God. So... What is what is the enemy doing? Is he putting us in a position that we are operating in fear? And it says, in the last days, man's heart will fail them for fear. So the enemy's biggest uh, weapon that he has right now is to continually instill fear in you that you will put yourself in a position that you will shift under light and move into darkness. You see? And then it says in 23, and it says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, whose spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Excuse me. <clears throat> and then it says, 24, Faithful is he that calls you who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that this episode be read unto all the all of the holy brethren. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. A amen. Now again, the price has already been paid for you to be delivered. Has already paid the has already paid the price. The only way that the enemy can have any foothold on you is by presenting fear to you and you buying in it. As much as we need to stay on top of what's going on to a point, to a point. But we are not to meditate on that. We are to take that, put that in God's hands, and let God uh, reveal to us about uh, how and how we shall and the things that we should do. Now, let me say this. You know, I really didn't want to go here, but I'm, I'm just I'm going to just touch on this a little bit. The other day I heard a 
interesting uh, theology. And the, how the gentleman put it, he used a time clock. Now, he was talking about uh, our country or our financial structure, right? And he said that if you look at 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock is the beginning. You have certain stages in every quarter of an hour, every 15 minutes, there was a, how he put it, there was a different change because we went from slavery to the industrial age to the technology age, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? But that happened every quarter of the hour. So as he put it, he says, now we are in what I call the very last quarter of the economical system or economical structure. Now, <clears throat> they have uh, always wanted to have a one-world order or one-world government, um, a one-world economic, economic system. So in order for that to happen, right, all the different economical systems that each country and stuff have has to collapse and fall. They, 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 it has to, it has to show the collapsing of the economical structure. Well, what's the best way of doing that? The best way of doing that is putting people in fear. You see, um, panic mode. You know. Um, so when they do that, when you're fearful, you're able to implement anything to the people and they will buy it. They will take it. They will. Because all they're looking for is to be safe and comfortable. You see? That's, that's, that's what they're looking for. Well, the thing is, is that because of our lust and our greed and everything that we have um, participate in, right, when certain things change or certain things shift and you take it out of the norm, right, you, you will go in a panic mode. You see, now, and when that happens, you are truly unprepared <clears throat> for the next stage. Well, God's children, God has said it through certain messages through the Bible about being prepared and, 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 and understanding, and I want you to hear me what I'm about to say this, understanding your position and what you have to do. Well, me and Reverend be, has been teaching on various different topics to actually get you in the mindset of uh, your next stage that God wants to take you in or next stage that you'll be dealing with. Now is the time to give, to, to 
praise and give God glory and honor. We are at the very end of this financial system that we're dealing with right now. We're coming back up to that 12-hour again, which the whole world is going to go on reset. The whole world. Well, when that happens, there are going to be changes, there are going to be things done. So what are you saying, Pastor? What I'm saying to you is that from this day, we are in a new season. We are in a new time. It is not time to go into panic mode or whatever. If this is time to embrace to embrace God even more for understanding. Now, let me say this. Um, our apostle has has really put a mandate on us as far as dealing with the churches. You see, he has he want to make sure that y'all are safe and that y'all are okay, and which he know that you are, and that y'all being. Are fed properly. Now, when me and Reverend reach out to y'all uh, as a group or whatever, y'all have to be attentive. There are certain things that that uh, a pastor may give us that we need to express to y'all. And when a pastor sends us something, he can do it off the whim. But we have to stay attentive to our phone and respond accordingly. If not, then, you know, there's consequences that we have to deal with. But I am saying this is because now um, he has given us instructions. Now, number one, there's four things that he has told us that we need to stay mindful of. Number one, the blueprint. Number two, building. Number three, birthing, and number four, blessing. So through any uh, time that, in, in any difficult time that uh, appears or uh, any shifting that, 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 that may appear to us, we have to always go back to these four things our blueprint, our, our building, our birthing, and our blessing. Now, the blueprint, Romans 8, 26 through 28. See, this is the stuff that we have to pray every day. Building, Jude nineteen twenty one, which it says, building up uh, uh, your faith. <clears throat> we constantly got to keep our faith build, built up. Birthing, 1 Corinthians 14.2, right? That's praying in the Holy Ghost. That's being able to, to pray in the Spirit so that you can prepare to birth the very thing God wants you to have. And then it says blessings. Psalms 103, chapter 103, verse 1 through 5. Now, you have to look at this as a positioning of uh, of your heart being right towards God so that the very thing 
that uh, the enemy tries to give or do to you that you won't go into a divided heart. Amen? That you won't go into a divided heart. So you, you, you have to uh, uh, say uh, you have to keep your heart right and you have to keep God before you. You cannot afford to get in any fear. Yes, things are going to change, but you're going to be all right. Things are going to shift. Yes, you're going to be all right. So um, when I receive instructions from apostles, it's just like me receiving instructions from God to, to tell us what we need to do. Now you have, you have three things, your blueprint, four things, your blueprint, your, the building, um, the birthing, and the blessing. You you have these four things that you constantly need to do and constantly need to focus on, you know, in your prayer time. You need to pray for these things all the time. Now, I'm getting ready to close. Now, Something that I wrote, it says, um, with a divided heart, things are, with a divided heart, we are sharing space with God, with a divided heart. Remember, I talked about that. So, remember, when you start meditating on this coronavirus and it's getting into your heart to see it, that means you are sharing, you are taking space from God to give it to something that you should not be. In other words... God does not share your heart with no one or no thing. God must be first. All right, guys, God, God, all right, guys, God must be first. Now, give me a close. On Matthews 24, I think it's 25. Let me turn here real quick. We talk about the virgins. 25, Pastor. 25, Matthew 25. Thank you. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be like unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise. Take note of this. Five were wise and five were foolish. Now, I brought this to Reverend last night. Somewhere... They had gotten distracted. They didn't move them out of the grace. Stay connected to God uh, and allow God's wisdom to give you wisdom through any time of trials and tribulations. Now, let me say this. Uh, and I just, I just want to share this quick story with you. Me and Reverend was in California. We had two bottles of water left on that truck. We needed water. So I got quiet, and I got into prayer. And I said, Lord, we need water. We, we don't have any water. Truck stops without every place we went to. No water, nowhere to be found. Not at all. 
And, you know, I said to myself, I ain't getting in no fear. I ain't worried more about this. God got this. So I started praying. I started getting the Spirit. And as I was driving, God said, okay, I want you to stop here. So the places that I knew that has been out was, the, was one of the places that he sent me. So he sent me to Walmart. <clears throat> and Walmart haven't had none of this. So I went to the Walmart. And guess what? They were stacking. They was reloading the water. So I went. I put two waters on my cart. And so a lady come up to me and she says to me, oh, you only allow one water. So I gladly said to her, I said, uh, yeah, I understand that. But I said, I'm a truck driver. And... I'm on the road. I'm not home. I don't have access to any running water. So the water that I have, I actually need. Well, I'm just letting you know you you only allow one water. I said, yeah, I got that. So as I start moving forth, and so I did not let what she said move me. So another gentleman come up to me and he says, sir, you only allow one water. I said, I understand that. I said, but I need both these waters. And this woman and this gentleman heard what I was saying. They they heard what I was saying. And both of them got upset with the people at Walmart because they did not want to give me these, they did not want to sell me these two cases of water. So the guy behind me, he says, look, I'll buy the water for you. And we'll, we'll, we'll take the water, you know, we'll get the water out. But you, you need these two cases of water. So did the other, so did the woman. So anyway, long story short, the manager comes over. And he was listening to all this. And he said to the cashier, sell the man the two cases of water. Good grief, you know, good grief. Instant faith. So if I would have focused on the, the the fear of shortage or not being able, then I would not have the water on my truck. I would not have been able to listen for God's wisdom or his instructions, <coughs> excuse me, for us to get that water. There are time, these these are the times you have to be still. All these distractions and all this other stuff, they're, 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 it's going to get to a point where you're going to have to be still and allow God to deal with you and to talk to you concerning your situation. He already knows what you need. He already knows what's going on. But he needs you to line up with him. He don't need your heart divided. All of this attention that we spend on this media concerning this virus and all this other stuff and, and all this, what is that going to do with you going to heaven? How is that going to get you closer to God? So we need to be wise as these virgins and then he says, too, and it says, 
and then the five were wise and five were foolish, and that were foolish took their lambs and took no oil with them. In other words, they did not prepare themselves for the next stage, for the next part. Right now is our preparation stage, folks. It's time for us to prepare to see where God is going to take us at for this next season. It is not time to focus on all this crazy stuff and what's going on in the world because realistically, if Jesus come back to dead tomorrow, you ain't going to be here. So you need to focus on what's important. That's your communication and your connection with God, not focusing on what's going on in this world. You're going to, I'm telling you, we, going, we ain't seen nothing yet. We're going to see some crazy stuff. But yet your faith and your patience will be tested. I'm telling you, man, it will be tested. So we need to stay in the mood or the mode of praying continuously. You see, let God, let God, do what he, he does what he do best is to prepare us, is to get us ready. <clears throat> and see, as you move and become sensitive in the spirit, you're going to start seeing certain things and you're going to start hearing certain things and you're going to move in certain ways that people will not understand. It doesn't matter what they under, if they understand or not. What matters is if that you had connected to God properly. Because that is your lifeline and that's what's going to save your butt and pull you out of certain things. And I'm going to tell you, not only did that not happen, not only based on water, not happen once, but it happened twice. I got off at another exit. Bam, same thing happened again. God told me to do something. I did it. We benefited from it. So, folks, God is still speaking. God is still talking to us, but are you listening? Are you paying attention? Or are you focused on what's going on within this world? <coughs> Excuse me. Are you focused on what's going on within this world? Again, Matthew 22. It says, love, 2234. It says, love, love your Lord God with all your heart. Let me turn there. Oh, here it is. Uh, it says, uh, 2237, Jesus said to them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. And then it says, this is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the laws of the prophets. And on these two commandments Hang all the love of God. On these two commandments hangs your life, hangs your freedom, hangs 
hangs your deliverance. It hangs everything that pertains to you. But at first, you have to love thy Lord, thy God. You see? Also, too, uh, I made a quick note that says... uh, Connection is other flesh, I said that before, that is touched by the heart. That how we can easily get hurt, etc., by connection. Then I also wrote down here too, according to to John 15.7, I use the word abide. Abide is a divine connect is, is a divine uh, uh, transaction between you and God. It's, it's when you and God become as one. With connection, you can't become as one. With abiding, you can. So. Remember, it says, Jesus says, when the word abides in you, you know, let's turn it. John, and I'm getting ready to close. I've been going for 45 minutes. John 15, 7. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory be to God. It says, <clears throat> let, let's look at this a little bit. Let's go back. Let's look Let's look up. Let's move up a little bit. Let's look at uh, five. No, let's go to four. It says, abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. So in other words, you can't accept anything from God until you abide in him. And it says, I am the vine, you are my branches. He that abide in me and I in him, the same bring forth much fruit. You see that? Much fruit. For for without me, you can do nothing. So without God, this coronavirus, you know, you, you you won't have the wisdom to overcome it. You won't have the wisdom... To defeat it, you won't have the wisdom to to do nothing. You cannot overcome it without you abiding in God. Now listen, if a man abides not in me, (coughs) excuse me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If you for ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask whatever you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so shall you, so shall you be my disciples. You see that? And then, then it talks about nine. It says, as the Father had loved me, so I have loved you. Continue in my love. You can't, you can't do that if you're not abiding in God the way you should. If, 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 and when you do that, fear, doubt, unbelief, 
Uh, none of that can take root in your heart. All right, none of it. None of it can take root in your heart. So uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to pray for you. I guess I'm going to give you a few minutes to ask any questions if you have any. So let me pray. Father, we bless you uh, for those that are on the line and those that will be listening to this message. Lord God, we thank you for everything that you have done, everything that you are doing. Thank you, Lord God, for you are our rock. You are our strength. You are our confident, Lord God. And, Father, we repent if we have uh, shifted and focused more on this virus than we did you or focus more on the media than we have you, Lord God. So, Father, we repent for that. We know it's there, Lord God, but we know you're greater than that. We know that you're greater than this virus. You're greater than anything that, that even exists on this earth. So, Father, we put our trust, our hope, our love in you, and we thank you, Father, for everything that you have done, everything that you are doing, and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Reverend, do you want to give the uh, people who want to sow? Uh, yes, Pastor. Um, uh, to sow to new life, uh, Christian Center Ministries, you can text NLCCMG, as in give, to 54244. Again, to give, um, and you're give, that will be giving through the mobile app. Um, you can text NLCCMG, as in give, to 54244. Or, <coughs> excuse me, you could go on the World Wide Web and you can uh, uh, go to newlifeccm.org and follow the links to give that way. Amen. So we're getting ready to start the recording. And, 